Happy Friday. I'm Brian Colbert Kennedy, and this is the Important Not Important Newsletter, science for people who give a shit. The newsletter features the most important science news of the week, how to think about it, and what the hell you can do about it. And now, that includes finding a new job working on the front lines of the future at Important Jobs. At importantjobs.com, you can find curated open roles in everything from clean energy to clean foods, regenerative agriculture to artificial intelligence ethics, maternal health, and cancer research. Looking for new hires? Maybe your company's first sustainability officer? Post your open roles at importantjobs.com and get them in front of our entire community. Hit the subscribe button right now so you can get this audio newsletter every Friday, plus our conversations with the smartest people in the world every Monday, including lessons, tips, and action steps that you can use to fight for a better future for everyone. You can get the digital version of the newsletter and links to everything at importantnotimportant.com slash newsletter or right from your show notes. It's August 20th, 2021. It's hurricane season. Chipotle is testing their own in-house fake chorizo, and rattlesnakes can fool human ears. If only curating the news were so easy. Hey, last week's most popular action step was call for climate. That's awesome. Let's keep it up. Have an action step to recommend? Send it to questions at importantnotimportant.com, and we'll put it through our vetting process. This week, we have a special action step. Please support women journalists in Afghanistan, those trying to stay and those trying to flee for their lives through the International Women's Media Foundation. All right, this week, we got flood insurance, booster shots, pesticides, TikTok, and more. Let's do it. Let's talk doing better, better. Tackling the low-hanging fruit of transformative change is like eating leftovers. Often, it's actually just eating leftovers like overripe bananas or cold pizza and eliminating food waste right in your own kitchen, done and done. Leftovers aren't necessarily the sexiest choice, but eating them can, one, be delicious, and two, the most efficient choice, and three, in the short term, the most impactful because it's the most immediately doable. The pizza is right there in your fridge in a half-closed Ziploc you've earnestly tried to reuse to do something, anything. I'm here to tell you the little things add up. Action begets action. Start small. Take methane, for example. Some 80-plus times more potent than carbon dioxide when measured in something called global warming potentials. We don't need to get into the math there. It's bad. Yes, yes, in many cases, methane is a natural byproduct of some ecosystems and has been for billions of years, sure. But when we talk about tackling methane, it means using planes and some super fucking cool new satellites to identify in real time massive frequent leaks from wells and pipelines, to cancel any new fossil gas infrastructure, to provide incentives and rebates combined with regulation, to get gas cooktops and furnaces right the hell out of homes everywhere, and to stop raising a trillion cows for slaughter for smashed burgers because increased big ag land use means fewer rainforests, which means it's getting even warmer, which means all those marshes and also the melting, burning Arctic will spit out more methane and CO2 than we can even imagine. Here's the good news. The half-life of methane is so short compared to CO2 that eliminating as many sources as possible will buy us a substantial amount of time as we decarbonize the power sector and transportation, etc. In fact, it could slow the rate of warming by something like 30%. That's nuts. And it's all doable with current tech. Thanks to hardworking folks across America, we've shed most of our dependency on coal, but we made it up with all this unprofitable fossil gas. For context, Check out the map in the newsletter of how much your power is coming from gas right this second. 
The science is undisputed, by the way. Click the link in the newsletter for 45 peer-reviewed papers describing how the methane issue is way worse than anticipated, which helps illustrate why carbon reductions have been offset by methane leaks and why we need to tackle this fixable problem right now. What are some similar low-hanging fruit across the INI spectrum? Click the link in the newsletter to read the rest of the unintentionally longer essay. In climate change and clean energy news, operate from a place of self-awareness. Much of living productively in this discontinuity, the power sector, our ecosystems, and our geopolitics are undergoing a complete overhaul. COVID will be with us for a very long time. Solar is mostly the cheapest energy of all time, etc. Requires a level of self-awareness that we're not willing to confront yet. But acceptance usually leads to a willingness to deal with the present as it actually is. Getting there seems to be the issue of the day. From Inside Climate News, quote, The Federal Emergency Management Agency... FEMA, has been collecting a lot of information about flood risks across America, including the increased risk of flooding linked to climate change. But the agency has not effectively used that new knowledge to persuade more Americans to buy flood insurance, according to a new report from the Government Accountability Office. As a result, homeowners are at an increasing risk of costly damage from floods, and the government is facing rising costs for disaster relief assistance, the report found. The report called on Congress to consider requiring FEMA to evaluate how the agency can use the comprehensive and up-to-date flood risk information it has been collecting to determine which properties should be required to have flood insurance under the National Flood Insurance Program. And meanwhile, up to 25% of the global population is currently exposed to floods, around 290 million people, and that's 10 times higher than previous estimates. The infamous Jersey Shore is going bye-bye. China's more worried about controlling the message than the flooding. Indian monsoons are more destructive than ever. Floods in Cameroon have doubled in just the last five years. And the moon's natural wobbling means even worse flooding. Flooding alone ignored the fires out west and not including hurricanes has cost the U.S. something like $199 billion from 1988 to 2017. But despite all of this, and even, yes, slim majorities in both houses of Congress, Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer has objected to adjusted flood insurance rates because steeper rates for high-value homes in the Hamptons would finally be priced appropriately. We can do better, better. Your action step. States, cities, corporations, and NGOs can benefit from rapid and localized flood data. Check out Flood Map as a link in the newsletter to upgrade your locality's situational awareness. In COVID news, God, we are so bad at math. Booster shots are coming, but not without extensive controversy. From the Associated Press, quote, U.S. health officials Wednesday announced plans to dispense COVID-19 booster shots to all Americans to shore up their protection amid the surging Delta variant and signs that the vaccine's effectiveness is slipping. The plan, as outlined by the chief of the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention and other top health authorities, calls for an extra dose eight months after people get their second shot of the Pfizer or Moderna vaccine. The doses could begin the week of September 20th. France and Germany are right behind, and Israel has already gotten boosters underway. Questions abound, and not just from you. Is efficacy against severe disease waning? Maybe. Maybe not. I worry very much that this is going to lead to vaccination chaos, one infectious disease expert told STAT. The World Health Organization called for a moratorium on booster shots until fall to free up supplies for low-income nations like those in Africa, where just 2% of the continent's population has been fully vaccinated. 2%. Meanwhile, shots produced in Africa are being shipped out of Africa. 
Understand this, the Delta variant, vastly more infectious than any previous mutations and currently laying waste to places like Florida, was first picked up in India. But Joe Biden wants to protect Americans. To paraphrase the Mandalorian, this is not the way. You see, viruses don't care about borders. They care about susceptible hosts. Every single person we leave unvaccinated, no matter where they live, is not only another life at risk, but another opportunity for the virus to mutate again inside that person and then cause havoc wherever they may be, or even, again, eventually, in Florida. The political math is far more complex and far more fraught than it's ever been. I empathize. I'm a realist. It's fun. But if we've learned anything from the climate movement, pressure works. It's Friday, August 20th, 2021, and 5 billion people remain unvaccinated. Your action step. Despite increased vaccine numbers at home this week, we're still leaving a lot of folks unprotected. Help fight disinformation among Black and Latinx groups in your area by exploring and sharing the conversation. Links in the newsletter. It's a video-heavy campaign led by pediatrician and public health advocate Dr. Ree Boyd, and you can share the materials on Facebook or everywhere. Just do it everywhere. In medicine and biotech news, a half century later, one of Donald Trump's most notable and dangerous ignorant policies and that's saying something, has been reversed. From the New York Times, the Biden administration announced on Wednesday that it's banning a common pesticide widely used since 1965 on fruits and vegetables from use on food crops because it has been linked to neurological damage in children. The Environmental Protection Agency said this week it would publish a regulation to block the use of, excuse my pronunciation, chlorpyrifos on food. One of the most widely used pesticides, chlorpyrifos, Pyrifos is commonly applied to corn, soybeans, apples, broccoli, asparagus, and other produce. In compliance with the court order, which noted that the science linking chlorpyrifos to brain damage is over a decade old, the rule will be published in final form without a draft or public comment period. Your action step? Support Earth Justice, one of the petition signatories and a highly regarded charity, so their 170-plus lawyers can keep suing to protect you our kids, and the environment. Hey, let's highlight the important job of the week where you can help drive pediatric cancer research. Alex's Lemonade Stand Foundation is hiring a research program director. Look, cancer is the worst, right? But kids' cancer? Get the fuck out. The research program director at Alex's will oversee the foundation's prestigious research work at over 100 institutions, helping to develop new cures and save a bunch of little lives. God, I wish I were smart enough to do this job. If you've got an advanced degree in biomedical and or translational research and get the grant cycle world, please apply for this very awesome job. The link is in the newsletter and on importantjobs.com. In food and water news, what's the future of meat work? If any good has come of this pandemic, besides more baking, I guess, it's the stupendous growth of plant-based foods. A new Bloomberg report calls for the market to be almost 8% of the global protein market by 2030, be valued at over $162 billion, and support population growth, especially in the Asia-Pacific region where food supplies are already limited. Even Cargill, Cargill, has admitted that plant-based meat would be 10% of the meat market and soon. But as increasing and increasingly severe weather threatens food supplies worldwide and drives up prices of what remains, the question of what happens to legacy meat and dairy food workers is a big one. Take another step back and understand an estimated 73% of U.S. farm workers are immigrants and half of all crop hands are undocumented. 
If coal and oil workers were somewhat able to transition into gas, wind, and solar work, what can we learn from that ramshackle conversion to move immigrant meat, dairy, and soy and corn farmers and farmhands into, say, the legumes business? Regulating meat and reducing subsidies for corn and soy are a start. Transition programs, transferable to small and large farms alike, are an efficient next step. Your action step? In the meantime, it's hot as shit out there, and farm workers have basically zero protections. Take 30 seconds to fill out the Union of Concerned Scientists form urging your members of Congress to support the Asuncion Valdivia Heat, Illness, and Fatality Prevention Act, ensuring essential protections from extreme heat for workers. The link is in the newsletter. Please excuse my pronunciation. In the human-machine interface news, TikTok misinformation enters the chat. Great. Facebook would like you to think they're working against COVID misinformation, releasing a report that claims credit for banning 3,000 accounts, groups, and pages. Doesn't seem like much, but then again, another recent report claimed just 12 people were responsible for the bulk of the damage. Facebook disagrees with the report's methodology. Whatever. Enter TikTok. Quote, in a new report, Media Matters kept tabs on 18 specific vaccine misinformation videos on TikTok and found that at the conclusion of its research, those videos had garnered a combined total of more than 57 million total views. The tracked content reportedly included a video that told viewers that your children and elderly that are not vaccinated will be removed permanently from your home, 3.9 million views, and a video promoting a hoax about vaccine bandits who will walk up to you on the street and they ask if you've been vaccinated and if you hesitate at all, they inject you with the vaccine right on the spot, 6.3 million views. Your action step. Miss and disinformation are two of the biggest issues of our time. The superb Montreal AI Ethics Institute is partnering with AI Policy Labs for a discussion around AI and the climate fight. Any ethics lessons gleaned are absolutely transferable to infectious disease, for your information. The event is September 9th on Zoom, wherever you live, forever. You can register for just 10 bucks here. Both links are in the newsletter. And as always, here's a few more important stories that you can check out in the newsletter. There's a new indigenous-led student movement to protect California's waters. Meet the law firms helping fossil fuel companies. In case you missed it, the new app greatly reducing solar permitting times. And here's some ideas for how to recycle old panels. Siberia's wildfires are bigger than all of the other wildfires combined. Are we actually getting closer to fusion? Tiny 3D printed houses are a big deal. In Texas, you can now carry handguns without a permit, so... How do we enforce climate court victories? Leaky sewage pipes in Baltimore are no bueno for the Chesapeake Bay. It was 124 degrees Fahrenheit in Sicily this week. That's not amore. You can brush your teeth religiously and still get cavities, which is bullshit, but it's probably tied to your microbiome, like everything else. Public work project investments have an insane ROI. Speaking of, here's how to build 500k EV chargers. Another mutation in Alzheimer's means more questions for diagnosis and treatment. 500,000 tests a week, $350 million. Some planes, 1,000 healthcare techs. How LAUSD is testing everyone every week. We're reevaluating depression at the source. Amid soaring hunger, food stamp benefits will permanently expand by over 25% starting this fall. Tremendous news. Let's talk important jobs. 
Every week, we share featured roles from important jobs right here in the newsletter. If you're hiring and want to get your open role in front of our community, you can submit a featured role for free by clicking the link in the newsletter. This week, Counteractual Ventures is hiring a co-founder. Lean Toss is hiring a product designer. Kairos Aerospace is hiring a software engineer for hardware systems. Eleanor Health is hiring a senior software engineer. Lanzatech is hiring a scientist for cell-free applications. And C16 Biosciences is hiring a controller. Browse 60-plus open roles or list your own for free at importantjobs.com. We've got some important podcasts in the news. Dr. Carissa Valise on the ethics of vaccine mandates and passports. Serafina Nance has started her tenure on Fake Mars. Hannah Kajimura on Allbirds' new sustainable activewear. Reverend Mitch Hescox on the urgency of the IPCC report. James Rogers on Appeal's huge new funding round. Jessica Cisneros on her opponent and the Infrastructure Act. Deep Sea Dawn Wright and Esri have partnered with the National Geographic Society to help preserve more of the ocean and train more mappers to uncover what's down there. Awesome. All right, that's the news for this week. Hit subscribe now so you get next week's analysis straight to your feet. To go deeper on any of the news or to find your action steps, go to importantnotimportant.com slash newsletter. Thanks for being a part of our community and thanks for giving a shit. Have a great weekend.